Hello everyone and welcome to episode 6 of Careful for Spoilers. I am your host James Bonds and today we're going to be talking about some Marvel news, some DC news, more DC news because there's some crazy stuff going on. Thank you guys for joining me. Let's get started. First topic we're going to talk about is... Kevin Feige confirming that Marvel Studios has creative control over Spider-Man and the Spider-Man Homecoming movie. Now, for those of you that don't know, Sony and Marvel slash Disney, um, they came together and made a deal to allow Spider-Man to be in the MCU and for some MCU characters to show up in the Sony Spider-Man films. Now, as far as that goes, um, like I said, Kevin Feige confirms that Marvel Studios has creative control over Spider-Man. Now, this shouldn't be a shock to anyone. Out of the five Spider-Man movies, I am being 100% perfectly honest. I only like one of them, and that's Spider-Man 2. And I don't even like Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man. But back then, it's literally all you had. Um, Tobey Maguire was the only Spider-Man you had. And you take what you get. Then we get Andrew Garfield. And I personally feel that Andrew Garfield is a better Peter Parker slash Spider-Man than Tobey Maguire. But Tobey Maguire did have the better movies. Sony has no fucking clue what they're doing with Spider-Man. They have no fucking clue. In my opinion, like I've said, they have dropped the ball four out of five times. The Amazing Spider-Man 2 is absolutely unacceptable. It's, it's a terrible film. It is legit a terrible film. And let's not even talk about Raimi Spider-Man 3. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's a terrible movie. You have Tobey Maguire walking around the streets with his fucking black eyeliner and the fucking blackhead dancing on top of pianos and shit. It's like, what the fuck does this have to do with Spider-Man? And there's, I mean, Spider-Man 1 and 2 were the best ones out of the trilogy. I personally didn't care for the first Spider-Man. But like I said, back then, superhero movies were scarce. You take what you can get. So, of course, now, with Spider-Man in Civil War, Spider-Man going forward into Spider-Man Homecoming, of course, Kevin Feige and Marvel would have creative control over the property. There is, there is no other option. Sony has no fucking clue what they're doing, and Kevin Feige does know what he's doing. Kevin Feige has a vision, he knows what he wants for the MCU going forward, and he is the right man to hold the reins for this franchise going forward. We're going into phase four now, and I cannot wait for what's to come. And speaking of Spider-Man Homecoming, it's actually just been confirmed that Robert Downey Jr. is going to be joining the cast of Spider-Man Homecoming. This is, this is insane. Now, when I thought, when I heard that some MCU characters would end up into Spider-Man Homecoming, 
I was thinking, okay, maybe Falcon or Ant-Man will make an appearance. You know, lower level MCU characters, you know, depending on how you feel. But to have Iron Man in it right out the gate, that's beautiful marketing. Robert Downey Jr. is pretty much the biggest star in Hollywood right now. Everyone loves to see him. He is Tony Stark. He oozes Tony Stark. And I just can't wait to see him in Spider-Man Homecoming. Like, I'm not very... I'm not big on the title. I don't really care. Because I just want them... I just want to see Spider-Man done good. I just want to see a good film. Good development. Good action. And like I said, I just want to see a good film. I don't care about what the name is. If it's a good film, well, guess what? Now I love Spider-Man Homecoming, and I don't give a shit about the name anymore. But moving on to a different topic now is the Inhumans being removed from the release schedule by Marvel Studios. Now, it's not really that big a deal in my opinion, because look at what you have on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., on ABC. They're already, the entire series right now is all about the Inhumans. And as far as having your hands tied either by, you know, the filmmaker making Inhumans or, you know, the creative team making Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you would have to abide by whatever the movie does to the TV and vice versa. You are pretty much tying a rope against creativity and I just don't feel like after thinking about it I don't feel like it was a good idea and I'm actually glad that it's off the release schedule because now the TV the TV series Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. can do whatever they want with the Inhumans and move forward um, as to what is going to be in the Inhumans place who knows Robert Downey Jr. was just talking about possibly doing a fourth Iron Man movie. If it's going to be in that, in that spot where Inhumans was, who knows? With Spider-Man joining the MCU, who knows what could happen? Uh, moving on from that, sticking with Marvel news, Captain America Civil War has already made $84 million in just three days in the international market. It's already on track to pass the first Avengers movie to have the biggest opening weekend of any comic book movie ever. Right now, Captain America Civil War is sitting at 94% fresh, which is insane because critics destroy everything, unless it's actually a good film. Yes, all film is subjective. All film is subjective. But for Rotten Tomatoes to give it such a high rating, I'm already excited for the movie, and now I'm even more excited. Now, I will say about Captain America Civil War, I think there have been too many TV spots, too many trailers, too many commercials. It's just it's just too much. You are you giving away too much footage. Um they actually just released um, some footage of Spider-Man versus the Winter Soldier, and I, w I refuse to watch it, because I, I want to be surprised, save the goodness for the film, um, I spoiled myself 
when um Avengers Age of Ultron came out, I watched every single trailer, every single TV spot. And when I watched the movies, like, okay, I'm excited, but I know this scene is going to happen. The the Hulk Buster versus Hulk fight was amazing. But I saw it in the trailer so many different times that I spoiled it for myself. I spoiled the I spoiled the theatrical experience of seeing it on the big screen because I've already seen it so many times. So this time I said to myself, I am not going to watch anything and I'm just going to wait for the film and I will form my judgment from there and I will have a spoilers review as soon as I see the film. Now switching gears a little bit, I'm going to talk about some DC news. Now, everything going on in the DC Extended Universe, which is what they're calling it, it seems to be just one big fucking mess. And what I mean by that is, let's start with, let's start with Batman vs. Superman. Now, I love that movie. I really do. Does it have issues? There's lots of fucking issues with that movie. But as a comic book fan, I feel like Zack Snyder did fan service. As far as the plot, you could you could tell there's too many cooks in the fucking kitchen. Have have we not seen enough movies suffer because too many fucking studio execs think that they know shit about the comics and what people want to see and it's just too much them dedicating time to setting up justice league and everything coming after that that should not have been the focus of a movie entitled batman v superman um on another note though the flash the director well, was the director of The Flash, Seth Graham Smith, has left the fucking film due to creative differences from what he wants, what the studio wants, and I can never blame a director for wanting to leave a project if him and the studio ain't seen eye to eye because the film will suffer. Fantastic Four. <laughs> Spider-Man 3. Those are just two examples of ridiculously terrible films with too many cooks in the kitchen and forcing the director to put characters in, to put in story arcs that they don't fucking want. It's the creative control. Back to Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron is just okay in my opinion. After being a fanboy and actually sitting down and analyzing the film, is just a big setup for what's to come later on. Setting up Civil War, setting up Ragnarok, setting up setting up all kind of stuff that you don't need to be focusing on. Ultron is one of my top five favorite Marvel villains. And I just feel like he was just a a clone of Tony Stark, all quippy and wanted to destroy the fucking planet. Which Ultron does, but that's about it. But back to back to DC news. James Wan. Now this is this is just a rumor. This is a simple rumor. We have no idea if this is true or not. 
But James Wan is also thinking about leaving Aquaman due to creative differences. Now, the problem is with Warner Brothers and these DC films is that there is no one chief, there is no one person who is overseeing the future of the DC Extended Universe. What I mean by that is Warner Brothers and DC needs a Kevin Feige. Somebody with vision. Somebody... Now, Kevin Feige is a fan of the comics. I'm not saying that this person that takes over needs to be a fan of the comics, but there needs to be one person who has dedicated time to focusing on just these films. Now, if you pay attention to movie news, you will know that Warner Brothers have canceled a lot of films from their release schedules to focus on only DC films and a couple other properties that have been making them money. If you want to be like Marvel so much, Marvel is the big success story. When it comes to these comic book movies, find someone, find someone to spearhead all of these projects, to oversee all of these projects, somebody that actually has a vision, a scope of what they want to see going forward for the DCEU. From what they've done so far, I'm not impressed. Yes, of course you could say, in the DCEU, what they've established right now, there's only Man of Steel and Batman v Superman. But everything going forward is so big. There is so much writing on all of these films. And then there's a matter of the different time periods that all of these films take place in. Like Wonder Woman takes place heavily in World War One. Now that's fine. Because you want to tell, not necessarily a Wonder Woman origin story, but you want to tell a Wonder Woman story. And if you choose World War One to be the set piece for that story, I'm fine with that. But when you look at Suicide Squad, you look at the age of how Jared Leto looks as the Joker and how Ben Affleck looks in BVS. It's like... How can Jared Leto's Joker be the same Joker as Batman has been fighting the whole time? Which opens up questions to a lot of other things. It's like, okay, so is everything we see with Joker and Batman in Suicide Squad, is that going to be flashbacks? We don't know. We have no idea. But, I mean, like I said, there needs to be somebody spearheading these projects someone dedicating their time to wanting to do these movies and see them fucking succeed instead of just trying to get money. I understand at the end of the day, the movie business is a business. All businesses have to make money to be, to be a business. I completely understand that, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't show pride in your work. That's all I'm saying. Have somebody in control that is willing to dedicate time to making sure that these characters are done well. Guess what, motherfuckers? If you make the audience happy, that's how they spend money. And when they spend money, you make 
money. Find a Kevin Feige for Warner Brothers and just make good films. That's all I want. Just make good films. No, some new news that dropped today. George Miller is rumored once again to be directing a DC Extended Universe movie. No, once again, this is a rumor. We don't know how true this is. I'm sure he's been in talks because he was supposed to direct a Justice League Dark film a couple years back, actually. But obviously, that never saw the light of day. And there's an entirely new slate of movies. So now, the rumor is he's going to be directing the Green Lantern Corps movie, which is said to have pretty much every Green Lantern you can think of. Um, there's not going to be one singular Green Lantern to be, you know, the main focus of that film. But who knows? Things can change. Who knows if George Miller is going to is going to stay on? Who knows if this deal is actually going to go through? Who knows? Everything is so uncertain with Warner Brothers and with DC and this universe going forward. Look at what Marvel Studios has done. I understand. You want to jump headfirst in. You don't want to introduce each character individually and then have them come together. You want them to come together and then spiral off into solo films, which actually, when you think about it, isn't really a bad idea. Marvel Studios. Iron Man, the first Iron Man came out in 2008. That was eight years ago. They have a lot of catching up to do. There's already been two Avengers movies and Captain America Civil War and Infinity War is coming just around the corner. They just started, well, they will be starting filming on Infinity War. They're still um, in doing writing and trying to figure out where the story is going to go and all of that stuff. But the MCU is miles ahead. And Warner Brothers is trying to play catch up instead of trying to tell, like I said before, good stories. Now, I could rant about this for hours and hours and hours on end, but I just had to get my thoughts out there. Once again, I want to thank all of you guys for listening to me <laughs> rant about comic book movies and comic book TV shows and stuff like that. Thank you guys once again. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you next time. Thank you.